Hey, yo, what up, my zebras? That's the Rob Z fan club, by the way. I, I created it. It's real. It's No, it's not like trademarked or anything. But if you are a fan of the show, if you're a fan of the podcast, then you, my friend, are a zebra. So what's up? And uh, Nini Z's on this podcast. Awesome. We got one on. We haven't been on together in a long time. We like to call these episodes Bubbly Topics. Bubbly, 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 bubbly topics. Yeah. Didn't that sound beautiful? I feel like it was beautiful. Before we get rolling with the hilarious, awesome, wonderful, and beautiful Nini Z, remember that you can always leave me a voicemail. Uh, You can say anything. Say the dumbest thing you can think of. Say the most intelligent thing you can think of. Give me information. Tell me about an event you have coming up. Somebody you want to honor, like a GoFundMe page you want to try to make money for. Maybe something bad happened to your life, or maybe you're just trying to get money off of people because you're cheap. I don't know. You can do whatever you want. You can hit me up. It's 814-799-0064. Yes, 814-799-0064. I have started my own social media marketing agency. I call myself a social media strategist. It sounds important, doesn't it? Oh, my God. So if you want to know more, if you need help with your social media, whether personally or for your business, I'd love to help. It's Happy Valley Social Media, and you can ask me about it. Uh, You can email happyvalleysocial.com at gmail.com, or just ask me some questions and inquire on my social media, Facebook, Instagram, Rob Z Radio, Twitter, Snapchat, Rob Z Yo. Uh, we've got Nini Z in here. we got to check these mics. Let's just do a mic check. Mic, 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 mic. I can't hear it. Your mic's so low. Check I, one. I like, I like that. I, 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 I like that. I, 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 I. It's not Do you ever a... read any good news on the newspaper page? Yeah. Love and tradition of the grand design. design. Some people say that was one of my favorite shows. Of the f- I thought we were actually gonna sing it. Well, then well, I just must keep rubbing be some my, uh... magic glue. I don't know if that's what they say. Tender walls. I don't think that's what they say either. Must be some magic. Two, like two. magic two. Some magic two inside these. That can't be right. Uh, it, I mean, what do I know? I'm really bad with lyrics. Um, so it's uh, well, there must have been some magic clue. I knew it wasn't glue inside these gentle walls. I knew it was gentle walls. When Steve Urkel turned into Stefan Urkel, did you think he was hot? Uh, physically, honest. no. Uh, personality, yes. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he was a smooth talker. Uh, Your head looks huge. Thank you very much. I zoned out. This is Rob Z Radio. Okay, so welcome to the podcast. Uh, Welcome Nini Z here. To uh, NPR Radio on the podcast. Hi, Nini Z. Hi, Rosie. This is NPR Radio. This is NPR Radio. Isn't that? Oh man, I'm gonna fa- sound really stupid when I say this. Is, isn't that news radio? It's a uh, naughty pimp radio. I think. <laughs> that's what I'm no, really. What is it? I don't. Uh, National Public Radio. I think. Okay. Right. Good. National Public Radio. I have radio? no idea. I just thought that it was for news. Um, I have a phone number. If people want to call the show, they can. 
uh, give me a call. <laughs> we're selling. Uh, Why are you sounding like Delilah? We're selling sweaty balls, and um, it's eight one four seven nine nine zero zero six four. So I have a lot of voicemails on. Did you call my voicemail by any chance? Are any of these you? Me? Yeah. <laughs> ow! Ow! My back! Oh! Oh God! Oh God! Oh! God. oh I laughed. Oh God! Oh God! Oh, I threw my back out yesterday. He's not exaggerating, faced. by the way. <laughs> that was real. That was a hundred percent real. We were Max and I were outside the yard, and uh, I was picking. I was pulling weeds out of the yard, which seems like a woman's duty, but it became mine. All right. Well, I could uh, go off on a whole gender equality thing if oh, you would like me to. <laughs> so actually, I do want to go off on that for a little bit, but keep going. Oh, I'm pulling weeds out of the yard, and. Uh, my back just i just it just stopped working and i couldn't get up so i'm 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 all fours <laughs> face first in the grass and it was that hail it was about that a hailstorm was about to hit yeah not the local band hailstorm that's totally a, rock that's a band yeah, i think so hail storm is it h a l e or h a i l why are you sure. asking me i don't know i was asking the, oh. the microphone it's like anybody's going to answer me uh. Um, but yeah, I couldn't get off the, I couldn't get up. I like, I was in down dog trying to stand up. Somehow I finally pulled myself off the ground. Max was no help to me whatsoever. <laughs> he did not help in any way, shape or form. Well, if you're sick or injured, Max always goes, no, you're not sick. No, you not hurt. Daddy, you're not hurt. Get no, up. No, you not. But no, but Max has been saying for the past day and a half how his back hurts. Yeah, Max. And he keeps telling me how Because his back I put hurts. I put ice on Rob's back every 15 minutes, you know, off for 15, on for 15. Nurse Nini. Max kept saying, oh, no, no, mommy. And he'd fall on the floor and he'd say, I need my ice pack. It was the <laughs> cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. So I kept putting an ice pack on Max's back, too. And although he's not crippled at all and I was totally crippled. Wait, can I go on this? It's a small gender equality thing. It's kind of funny. So I wrote this uh, paper for my one class um, in college. I'm in um, RN school right now to finish my bachelor's. And... Uh, so we had to write this paper for the last day of school um, on a passage that I read um, on two separate things on gender equality. And basically it was written in 1792 about this woman um, who she was explaining how women do not need to get married to a man to f- uh, feel complete fulfillment, to be happy, and um, they should be encouraged to be independent from a man. And um, it was it was a really cool writing. It's really funny how it is so relevant to today's society. So I was talking about it with my one friend, and he was saying about how um, it's not relevant. And I said, no, we definitely, women have made a ton of strides. You know, we can vote. I said, we can go for any career that we want to. We don't have to get married. We don't have to change our last names. We can be single moms. We can, you know, we pretty much can do whatever we want as women, but we still um, are expected to be... um, cooking in the kitchen and he kind of gave me a smirk and I was like see I told you I was like you want us to cook in the kitchen and still be really really hot and be thin and um still work and uh take care of the kids and make sure that you know you're taken care of as well and he kind of laughed and he said actually I would rather just my life or my wife be away he was like she annoys me and I just want her to be away from me and I said yeah but if you were married to somebody that you loved you wouldn't want her to be Uh, cooking all the time in the kitchen and for you to be completely well fed and for your kids to be taken care of all the time and for her to look really hot all the time and he admitted he was like you're right 
He was like, that is what I want. He was like, I'm sexist. He was like, that is the the rule that I want. And then I was like, yeah. Who doesn't want that? It's I know. great. It's not like a like, sexist I thing. Know. It's a very, it's convenient. But gender equality has still not, like, it, we're not going to see it change. And I laughed really hard with him because I was like, duh, that is what every guy wants. They want that beautiful wife that cooks and cleans and makes beautiful, perfect meals. Now, see, and- I want a... I want a gigantic woman who can't do anything. And, but you know, it's it's it, that's that's goofy though because no woman wants some gigantic guy who just lays on the couch all day. It's not like a, I don't find that. As... Well, I shouldn't say it's sexist. It's not sexist, and I'm not offended. Well, somebody is. Uh, you know. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm. You're I'm not, not personally offended. offended. It just made me laugh really hard because that was written in 1792, saying that women need to be very independent from their from their you know whether it's their boyfriends, their lovers, whatever you want to call them, husbands. And it's still women has have made so many strides, and it's still so apparent today because men still want that so much. And it made me laugh really hard. Well, people get upset about it, but then how are you like? Uh, uh, yeah, I understand the argument, but then at the same time, everything you watch, everything we've ever yeah. been taught, it's everything still it's, the it's same. like it's just in your brain that that is the progression of like what a husband and wife are. And yeah, I mean, female liberation's only been going on since the sixties. Uh, six. Wait a minute. For, I'm sorry, sorry. Twenties so was whenever they first started to vote, right? I don't know was when it, it was, but it hasn't been that long, and you can't tell me even even if it was the twenties, it, it wasn't. I don't know why I said sixties. I don't think it they was... could vote in the twenties. That seems like a long time. So it's forties. I don't know. We're just gonna keep saying numbers, and neither one of us has any idea. What do you? When do you think it was? Women. I thought they could vote uh, in the twenties. Was it the forties? When could women? I thought it was nineteen twenty something. First, really. Yeah. I'm going to say 19, I'll say 1943. I'll say like right around the end of World War II. I'm going to go, was, wow, my God, you're right. I thought it was around Titanic. The 19th Amendment, August 18th, 1920. Yeah, I thought it was around Titanic because women wow. were. Wow. I didn't know it was that long ago. Yeah, because the Titanic went down in what, 1926, August 23rd? See? Oh. You give women the right okay. to vote. <laughs> And the Titanic sinks <laughs> to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> this is what it was all women. Oh my God! Way to go, ladies! Oh, never let go, Jack. First of all, Rose wouldn't let him on the damn door. Yeah. And that's and now women are allowed to vote. Yeah, she was too fat. That's why. Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> Can I play a voicemail from somebody? Oh yeah. my God! This is uh, from I won't. I almost gave out their phone number. <laughs> I won't do that. Push. I like purple crayon wait can anybody yeah <laughs> did you hear that did she say i like Should purple I, let's see let's, i'll play it again i like purple crayons i like purple crayons wait is that all she said that's a stupid voicemail no I don't it's not well that's who, amazing that, that was a, okay we'll say it's amazing here's another don't one don't say that's stupid let's, that's hilarious if you want to call the voicemail it's 814-799-0064 these have no really contribution to the podcast besides being ridiculous but i did say please say the dumbest thing you can possibly think of so the dumbest thing i can think of is is john f kennedy still alive (laughs) (laughs) oh that was like an eight-year-old i think that was a hologram i think the video was a hologram of him getting assassinated oh and he actually still is alive we'll play one more here 
Uh, let's see what this one is. This is uh, this was given to me on Wednesday at two twenty-eight p.m. Um, I like monkeys that are on fire while eating pizza and pooping out rainbows. Okay. <laughs> I love kids. I like monkeys that are on fire while eating pizza and pooping out rainbows. Boy, if you could poop a rainbow. Oh, kids are so funny. You know, taking a poop does feel good. It is a nice release. So, I took I mean, one today. Imagine it being a rainbow. Taste yeah. taste the rainbow would have a whole new meaning. I mean, you I couldn't guess. really see it, but I mean, mm. afterwards, I guess you could say. It's the rainbow flowing out. You know, gender equality, uh, <laughs> you know. Back to the G. Would you. Would you be offended if your man pooped out a rainbow? You know what would that say about him? Oh. You know? And I'm not I'm not directing that in any direction. That was just a statement. I don't know what it was supposed to mean. Um, that nothing. But wait, there was something else that she wrote in that. In that I think the other passage. the other things way oh. more interesting about the the That's boy. That's so bad. That's so bad. The Do boy. Me, okay, wait, wait. You're gonna foul it all up there, Robzy. Mm-hmm. You're like my dad. It's a story about like me. The guy whose arm was chopped off. Now I didn't want to tell you, but so this basi- story is about me. <laughs> it's not funny, Rob. You just laughed because it's not funny. It was a very terrible story. Okay, so this boy, it's in the past. this boy named David. That's terrible. This boy named David. Um, he was born a boy biologically. There was nothing. Uh, he was not a hermaphrodite or anything. So boy, sex organs. Um, at eight months old, he had what was called phimosis. Um, so he was just getting surgery for it um, because his, his uh, urination flow, whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't need to uh, medically explain it. So um, it was a routine procedure and it would not um, cause any issues for the child. Like the, the doctor that was doing it. Nothing should have happened during this procedure. So during the procedure, they were using a brand new machine. And while the procedure was happening, the, the doctor turned the machine on to too high of a pressure. The chainsaw, right? It... No. Sorry. So um, the doctor turned on the machine and even the assistant said that it should not have tur- be, been turned on to, to such a high power. And this is horrible, but the eight-month-old infant who was David, um, his um, penis was burned and severed off completely. So the parents, who now have this baby back in their arms, and the doctor has to tell them, hey, by the way, I severed your eight-month-old baby's penis off completely. Your kid does not have a dick anymore. Oh, sorry. Your kid does not have a penis anymore. So we went from technical terms. Yeah, sorry. So <laughs> I mean, I even say that at nursing. But it, it, like, what? Like, what? And, and you know, parents with no education of any sort of medical background. And this was this was in the seventies. I thought Actually, you said it was the eighties. I think it was the eighties. I think it's the late seventies, early eighties. So it's like not that long ago. Mm. And um, the parents are completely, you know, astounded, shocked. They have no idea what to do. And a couple months later, they are watching a, t- a TV commercial, and they see this Dr. Money, and um, he was starting to perform these transsexual surgeries, and he promised, um, like in this TV commercial, promised um, complete um, success. Of course, you wouldn't say, meh. Well, yeah. Sometimes. So, of course, it's... these parents are like, oh, my gosh, I have this infant um, that is going to be damaged for life. What are we supposed to do with him? Let's contact this doctor. Ironically, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying. Sorry to break in. 
But if your doctor's name is Money, yeah. I think I would pick I somebody else. I'm like, was that really his last name? Change the last I name. I don't know. <laughs> so they contact this doctor, and he, um, of course, says yes. And he has a team of health professionals in John Hopkins at John Hopkins University. And for 14 years, they work with David, who then becomes Brenda. They make David into a girl, uh, transsexual surgery. And they use uh, David, who is now Brenda, as a complete lab rat. And they do unspeakable things to her. Yeah, some of the stuff you were talking about was just bizarre. Oh, it's disgusting. With I mean, her, because he know. had a twin brother. He had a twin or brother. she had a twin brother. Yeah, but him. It's, it was, she was, he was never a girl. Yeah. Because um, he was born a boy, and he never wanted to be. And they never even told him about all of this until he was 14. God. So he always knew that something was really, really messed up with him. So he had, you know... Um, complete depression. Um, he had no friends in school. He was bullied constantly, uh, or she. And um, he was, you know, going to the bathroom, standing up in school, and everybody was making fun of him for it. And he didn't understand why this was all happening, but he knew that he was a boy inside, but he had nobody to talk about it with. And um, he, they were just doing all these experiments on him, and they were forcing him to watch um, – videos of you know women giving birth and he was getting all of these uh, hormonal injections and pills and everything to turn him into a girl like just yeah. blah 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 so finally at 14 they tell him and he decides that he wants to go back to be a boy duh because that's what he was born as yeah that's what he wants to be that's what he feels inside now this day and age i hate to use that term but if this happened today it would there would be have. there would be some people out there saying because the, one oh, of the arguments staying outside with picket one of the arguments is today, though, that it, some people, you know, uh, can, oh, can pick go and back choose and Absolutely. which side. But in this case, obviously, like, he was oh, a well, boy. Well, well, well. Do you get no, what I'm no, saying? No. This, like, no, this is different, Rob, because you have to think of it as he was born, he was born as a boy, and it was, he... Oh, I, no, what I'm saying is oh. today, like, people, some, I'm not saying everybody, but some people will say that, uh, you know... You can choose, like, say, if you're being, if you're growing up as a boy, and your parents introduce you to a bunch of feminine things, yeah, then you will naturally gravitate towards those things. Not necessarily true, right? Well, I explained to you, or like, I could, versa. I could raise my son um, to be more in touch with his feminine side. Mm -hmm. You, you, uh, a boy could be raised around six girls, or a boy could, or a girl could be raised around six boys. I was raised around a lot of boys, so I was such a tomboy. When I was younger, but you're still very much a girl, a girly girl. But you, As you I got are older. But hold on. So, um, the the point is is that whatever is inside of you, you cannot change. So, um, whatever that person, it's just like a dog. You can take a Rottweiler and train that Rottweiler to kill. You can train a Rottweiler to be the kindest person ever. So it's whatever, however. The parents are raising that children, mm. that child, sorry, um, is, I'm getting off topic, but it's not going to make a kid gay, straight, transsex transsexual, homosexual, bisexual, whatever, because it's what they feel. So, and some people get really confused with, you know, a child, you know, they were born a boy and then they feel at a young age that they're living in the wrong body. So then they get the change and then they're like, you know what? I don't know what I am. So I go back to being a boy. Whatever 
makes somebody happy. A human is a human. And that is it. Regardless. A Mm -hmm. human is a human. You treat humans as humans. That's it. That's yeah. I agree with you. It's so simple to say, though. I mean, but, it when, is. but when you're a kid going to elementary school and junior high, oh my god, I can't imagine. The, it is the so hard, and that's that why teachers need to be more educated on this. And in the '80s, late '70s, early '80s, this would have been because really, I mean, we were saying about this the other day. You know, it's just been in the past couple of years that transgender has really become mm-hmm. an acceptable issue. Well, whenever I mean, it was back in the '70s and '80s, it was probably thought of as. Uh, it was a disease. Yeah, it was like this weird abnorm- abnormality. Yeah, like a psychosis. Know. Yeah. And, I mean, I couldn't imagine every day not feeling okay in my own body. Like they what were a terrible getting, feeling. Yeah. They were probably getting like electroshock therapy. Yeah. You know, well, like they that's were. Sort of, that's what they were doing too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I remember whenever I was in high school, I think it was in 10th grade, there was a kid um, who definitely, I would not be surprised if he... Um, had a transgender change. Now, I don't know where this kid is in life, but um, he used to make out with um, both male and females in the hallway for, like, shock value. He was a really funny guy, though. But he had, like, a really, really big mohawk and tons of makeup, always had, um, like, really long nails, and he would paint them black. Really funny guy. Um, But he was very disturbed and um, didn't have a lot of friends, and teachers would not allow him to dress that way. But then, I was, like, looking back at that now at the age of 31, what was he doing? Other than, you know, kissing in the hallway, regardless, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. The the affection or whatever, nobody was allowed to do that. Yeah. But what was wrong with him with the makeup? I was allowed to wear makeup. Yeah, it's a distraction, I guess. Would no, be the it's one. not. But it's a distraction because people would, uh, instead of focusing on class, they're focusing on him and what is he all about. You no, know? they need to accept That's, that. That would be my the, only defense. But those type situation. of kids need to feel comfortable in their own skin. And if they want to express it that way, and they are not hurting themselves or hurting others, yeah, 100% they should be allowed to be able to do that. Yeah, and those are the kind of kids that cut themselves. And those are the kind of kids that are depressed. And those are the kind of kids that don't feel wanted or loved or accepted in any environment mm-hmm. and are – they, you know, might do something stupid. They, you know, might turn out okay. They might turn out to be not okay at all and have depression for the rest of their lives. So – you know, both parents and teachers need to be really educated on all of this. So whenever I read that, I was like, like, I cannot believe that nobody stopped it with all of the different stuff for 14 years with this poor kid. And he ended up um, killing himself at the age of 38, David. And his brother also killed himself. So, you know, like all the, uh, I mean, have you read all the articles with, um, how teachers and principals and everything, they're not allowing kids to even talk about 13 Reasons Why. They're not allowing kids to even talk about it in their schools. Yeah, you were t- saying about that. That's craziness. That shows like a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call. Such a good show. I mean... It is super 
shock value. I was like, getting annoyed by it because you because every night we ha- were watching you know like one or two episodes. <laughs> yeah, Rob and Rob can't stand watching an episode after episode just, of any show. Yeah, I'm not a binge watcher. Um, when it's a half an hour, I can handle it. The hour long episodes. Yeah, they 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 are long. But uh, the show definitely, especially there at the end, if you have not watched Thirteen Reasons Why, which I'm pretty sure almost everybody on the face of the earth has watched that show at this yeah. point. Uh, man, I haven't had a show really impact me like that in a long time. Like, it really hit me. Yeah. It was a very, very good, compelling, and it really grabbed at your heartstrings. I mean, because we have a kid, Yeah. Um, the final episode really, the last episode or second to last episode, I I'm think not going to... I think it's... Yeah. I won't yeah, do any spoilers, but like I I mean I was crying and I I I'm not usually that affected by shows and that show really really got to me. It really it really hit me. And to have people say that they shouldn't that people should not be watching that and they should avoid that show, then you're missing out on the the point of the TV show. You're you're missing out on what they're trying to accomplish with that show. Well, I don't think they understand because they keep saying that they are um exploiting it. Or like, uh, no. What's the Hollywood term that they say? Yeah, uh, glamorizing yes, it. Yes, yeah. And I don't think they understand that. Of course, they're going to make everybody beautiful, um, and the jocks are handsome, and the school everybody is looks really like nice. Mid twenties. Yeah, I mean that is. Um, that's just what TV. That's is. That's just what TV does. Yeah. And so put that all aside. Um, the point of that I wish it would have been shot more like Stranger Things because Stranger Things was very yeah. much you believed that those kids were young. Oh, it was those very kids believable. were so cute. Yeah. So I mean, I, I agree with you. But though. either but way, they did it on purpose because how you feel each episode for Hannah is exactly how you're supposed to feel. You feel terrible for, her, but at the same time, you're like, you can't stand her. Ah, she's oh, she, she's, she's so annoying, and yeah, she, she just and that's exactly how you're supposed to feel. The writers did exactly what they're supposed to do. I didn't think she was necessarily so annoying. I just thought, well, I, I just, can see why people are treating her this way because of the way she reacts. Yes, to things. but so you you I know, didn't and, find I, her and annoying. I, but I just kept thinking, like, I went through that. I had boys post pictures. I had boys take pictures. I had boys yeah. make fun of me. I had boys spread rumors about me. Yeah. I lived through it. I lived through it. But then I just, and then. But everybody's after, different. different. Everybody's parents. different. And then and, I also, I never had depression. Ever. Yeah. And you never were introduced to a new school. No. I, I can't so imagine. So I cannot compare myself to this girl. I can't imagine how hard it would be for a kid in school to, in like, 10th grade move to a new school that's a huge impact very difficult during your adolescence when your peers and peer pressure and how you look and and your clicks that is the the only importance in your life you don't care about grades you don't care about your parents anymore you just care about who is skinny who is attractive if you are cool if you're funny that's all that matters. And people will say, well, that's that's not how it should be. Well, that's how it is. Now, I, don't, I don't think you're ever going to be able to stop or turn that around in high schools because that's just how when kids grow up and they're, when you're yeah. locked in that environment together, uh, it's, 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 it's almost inevitable. I don't know how you would ever switch that around. But I had a podcast. I just want to say this for a second. A few podcasts ago with a kid that you graduated with, and it's a really good conversation that we had. Uh, it's episode 234. He's a good guy. Uh, episode 234 go back and uh, he was bullied in school yeah he he was he went through a lot and he you know ended up in 
I believe alternative ed or like he went to after school programs or yeah. you'd have to listen to the podcast to get all the details. Uh, and he's, he's very affected by it and it really messed up his life for a long time. But now, and this is what we talked about in our conversation, you know, he's taking all that negativity and he's trying to turn it into a positive thing. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing to be able to take all of those terrible things that happened to you. And, and he knows that he's not alone. Of course, whenever you're that yeah. age, you feel like you are alone, but, uh, and you don't have anybody to yeah. compare your life to. Um, but now with the internet and now with you know him looking at things in retrospect, he's realized, you know, I can take all those bad things that happened and actually use my experience to help out somebody who's going through the same experience, which Would, I think is it, great. I think it feels good to know that somebody else has gone through it. Like if I went to drug rehab and the person that was talking to me about it didn't know what I've been through, I, I don't know if I would listen to them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to hear when somebody actually knows what you've gone through. Yeah. I mean, I was I was super popular in high school. I was a cheerleader. I I was not. <laughs> I was I was not either one of those things. I was a I was a good student. I was a part of everything. I had t- a tons of friends and I was bullied a lot. Yeah, but you have a, a lot. You have a special way of letting things kind of roll off your back. You know, you don't really Well, I always you. liked myself. Yeah. And I always had a different kind of confidence. And that's it but I always but I never suffered from depression, so I can't compare myself yeah. to anyone that Suffered from depression. So I always like anybody in high school um, and in grade school and middle school, whatever, I always was friends with a lot of different people. So I was friends with, excuse the term, dirt balls. I was friends with the dirt balls. I was friends with the cheerleaders. I was friends with um, the the loners. I was friends with the stoners. I was friends. I, I always wanted to be friends with everybody, not because I was fake, but because I truly loved everybody and I'm still that way even at a job I love everybody yeah and I have not changed you're you I think yeah. that's the thing you never I, don't, I mean I didn't know you in high school because we didn't go to school together but I've never changed it seems like you were just you were you you didn't fit into a mold because no, you were just I never you. did you were like your own I was very loud I was very your obnoxious clique, your own whatever you want to call I'm a lot it. less loud now yeah, I mean, but I'm still obnoxious. <laughs> I just think you you had the ability to, or you had whatever that thing is that you had. You just you knew who you were, and you yeah. Or maybe I don't even know if you knew who you were, but no, you, I I was I was trying to find out who I was. I, I am I'm a lot better now, but you couldn't help being you. No, I couldn't. I couldn't turn that off. Right. I couldn't turn. I had a light bulb inside of me, and I didn't know how to turn it off. Yeah. And I um. I remember as a kid knowing who had depression and I didn't understand what it was, but I remember reaching out to those kids and um, seeing the signs of depression and understanding who was sad and always talking to those kids. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if I made an impact on those kids' lives. You probably did. And I don't know if I made a kid happy or not that day, but, you know, I, I hope I did. Um, I think depression comes, a lot of it comes, I've been, I don't know, fairly depressed a couple of times in my life, and it comes from not being able to express yourself the way you want to. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, somebody's holding you back from that, I'm saying like internally you're not able to get Mm -hmm. who you really are out, 
And when you can't do that, it, it, it's depressing. That's probably just one cause of depression. Yeah. But for me, that that's what it was. Like being shy, being an introvert. Like, you know... Well, that's tough. That would not yeah. be... And as a kid, like not being able to do that, me, I couldn't stop being expressing you. myself. Right. <laughs> so it was, it was a lot. And I was judged for it. And I was still okay with it. Yeah. So I just... It, it, Going back to the 13 Reasons Why, if you haven't watched that show, and if you uh, don't ever tell somebody not to watch that, like that, that's a very, I think that's a very important show. And I'm not in high school. I'm not. A, I can't imagine what kids go through now with social media. I oh, mean, it's school so is damaging. just. It has to be so much worse than what it was because, oh my god. Well, I think the whole like, there's a lot of people that are nervous for people to watch it if they're already on the edge of committing suicide. Yeah. So it's. They are taking the message as in, if you commit suicide, you can blame it on others. And here is your ticket. This is the golden thing. Finally, I can kill myself and say it's your fault, your fault, your fault, your fault. And um, it, that isn't what actually um, what's wrong or what, what the show is. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot more than that. And it's actually nobody's fault. It's in a just, sense, yeah, oh man, yeah, um, it's, it's nobody's fault and everybody's fault all at the same time, yeah, you know, because um, she, you know, like I'm not going to be like it's all your fault, Hannah. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. It's the fact that um, when you take a bunch of sixteen, seventeen, sixteen and seventeen year old kids together and expect them to understand cognitively what is wrong with a girl. You're not going to get anywhere. It's impossible. It's impossible. You're and, not going to understand the signs and symptoms of anything. And then, like, the parents should have known. The school administrators should have known. Uh, like, you know, you've got so many kids to deal with. And, and as parents, I mean, I know whenever I was... And they were very a, involved with her. Yeah, I know when I was a kid. Like, I didn't... If something was bothering me... You're going to you're gonna blame it on teen angst and, oh, he didn't sleep and... Although, whenever I was depressed, I did go to my mom and say, hey, mom, I'm depressed. Like, I, I had the wherewithal whatever the word is, to go to my mom and say, Mom, I'm depressed. Yeah. Like, I actually told her that. Yeah. Um, but a lot of kids would never say anything. You know, yeah. they would just keep that inside. And, and most I kids... I couldn't stand it because the depression was, like, it was really bothering me to the point where, uh, you know, I was just kind of... didn't want to keep it in. I, my girlfriend had broken up with me. Yeah. And I was checking AOL Instant Messenger <laughs> every day a hundred times. So it was just... It was really bugging me, and I, I couldn't, like... I, I was not suicidal. Though. I was not on that end of the spectrum. I was just really, I was almost annoyed by my depression because I couldn't dig myself out of it. So it was, it was really bothering me. So I didn't want to get rid of it. It was I, I did want to get rid of it, but I didn't want. <clears throat> it wasn't like something I had to keep inside and like swallow. It was like I had to get rid of it. Yeah, it was driving me nuts. And once you start talking about it, usually that alleviates some of it at least. So. That's... Well, communication in general is something that can help. Um, that's why we're communicating. <laughs> hey, let's talk about something not so serious and dire. How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. No, I just, I think, I just thought, you know, people that might listen to this would be watching that show. Uh, so one thing you're good at is being yourself. <laughs> Another thing you're good at is taking naps. Oh. <sighs> You're, you're a Are you nap. even going to make fun of me because I'm off school now? You're a nap expert. Yeah, today you napped for like two and a half hours. It was 
I actually only slept for 45 minutes, but I laid in bed for about two hours. So there's these six steps to a perfect nap. And anybody who listens who like rolls their eyes at a nap, like I never took naps before I met you. Oh, uh, I will. If you are involved in my life, you will nap. I thought naps were ridiculous. And now I take naps and I love them so much. Your mom doesn't nap. You don't come from a napping family. I I don't know. My mom's like, she, nap? She can't sit She still. thinks naps are insane. I'm surprised she sleeps at night. I know. She's like doing a million different things. I know. So I'm going to see if you agree with these uh, nap rules, okay? okay so yeah. uh, set an alarm and only sleep for 20 to 25 minutes. I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, because anything beyond that, you feel like you you died. You've died, yeah, yes. You, like, you're, wa- you're a walking well, zombie. You wake up, you have the driest mouth that ever existed, and you don't know where you are. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you're, um, if you don't I, even know what time of day it is. Well, I napped the other day for about two and a half hours. Oh my gosh, remember really? that? I was in a fog for the next. I woke up for the next two and a half hours after I got up. I was in a fog. Um, nap at the same time each day. That's very important. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, pick the same time. And your body like shuts down on that time. It's it's very good. It's usually the afternoon, like three, two or three. Mm-hmm. Depending on what time, maybe if you wake up at noon, I guess you're not going to nap. <laughs> yeah, at, uh, two or three. Maybe you know, I don't know what kind of life you're living. Um, shut the blinds, turn off the lights. Obviously, what kind of stupid advice is that? Well, Rob and I are huge on sound machines. Huge. Oh, I love a sound machine. We are so big on sound machines. Oh my gosh, I can't live without it. I don't know how I ever slept without one. How did we ever? They're so wonderful. And we didn't start using it until we had our kid, Max. Our kid, Max. Our, our child. Our, chi- our biological our, child, Max. We but share a child together. The weird thing is is I have insomnia, and I um, I tried a sound machine before I was with you, Rob, but I don't remember it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But I remember being like, oh, I have to buy a sound machine. Oh, yeah, I've heard that it really works and all this different different stuff, and then it wasn't until we got Max. And now we basically sleep in a 747 jet. Mm, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's so loud from Max's room. It's so loud in our room. And we're just in a coma. Yeah. Well, I do remember when I was younger, I did have the you- Sounds of Nature sampler. <laughs> so I would have like... <laughs> I would have like the rainforest on loop, like, <laughs> and it's terrible. Whoa. You can't sleep with that. I would have to pee because like, you it's need raining and it's like oh, I've read scary a million... thunderstorms and us. <laughs> you need a repeat, so it has to be a constant, a consistent, never-ending sound. It yeah. has to be a never-ending sound. The airplane because all you're going to do is in your brain you're going to wait for that other noise, wait yes. for that other noise, yes. wait for that. Uh, yeah, it's going to annoy the crap out. I you. would always listen for the loop. You yes. can hear it like start over again. Now, pe- some people like the white noise, which white noise is good. I would say airplane is the best it's sound. It's my favorite. Though. Now, if I was in, you know, on vacation or something, I didn't have my phone or I didn't have my app on, on the iPad, whatever, and I could only have white noise on the TV, I'll take it. Yeah, but no, yeah, but not a TV show. Never have a show. No, on. no, 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 yeah. no. I'm saying white, white noise, like the, the static. Yeah, like I would turn to 147. Yeah, like but channel. then I'm thinking about the Ring or Poltergeist or something, and you know. <laughs> all right, all right. That <laughs> makes I just, I, you just scared the hell scared? out of me. <laughs> I knew that was gonna. You just, scare that's you. not. I'm, I feel really weird right now. <laughs> I feel really weird. I feel really weird, like mostly in my vagina. Because when I get scared, like my butt 
clenches. Oh my god! I feel really. Uh, good. I mean, we can okay. talk about my sister if you want to. Uh, no, let's not do that. Okay. Uh, take a nap in an actual bed if possible. Um, okay. I like cat. Yeah. I like our couch. A couch. You need a nice couch, though. Our couch you is need nice. A cushy couch. We got cushy couch. Um, get it as quiet as possible. These are so dumb. No. Also, wait. Meaning no TV, maybe yeah. no music either. What do you mean maybe no? They're not playing music. Uh, no, if you live on a busy street, think about using earplugs. Why does this not have a suggestion for a sound machine? I don't know. This we list, live on a very busy street, and I don't from, ever hear the cars. Yeah, that's why. I think because we live on the street. So I know, we, but it's so nice that we don't hear it. Um, and on this list, buy some incense or an air freshener that smells like lavender. Oh. Okay, I will say this. What is it called? A Google it right now. Mm. It's called a sleep rock? No, it's called a... Oh, yeah, pet rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've heard they really help with your sleep. When you hold on to your pet rock, you hug it in bed. What was that thing that you got to Jumanji? Or what were those things called? Humanji. Jumanji. What were those things called that you would feed them? Um. Uh, those... yeah, oh, your Tamagotchi. Yes. <laughs> Jumanji. I sleep with my Tamagotchi every night. Do uh, you? Sleep rock. It's bringing up a, a band called Sleep that no. plays rock Say, music. Say, what, what are those rocks that you... Here um... we go. Sleep rock therapeutics. Yeah. That might be Those it. things apparently are amazing. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what it is. I'm not even going to bother trying to find it, but we know it. You know what I'm talking about. Just grab a rock, a, no. a smooth pebble from outside, okay. and, and you can use that to go to sleep. Um, so, switching gears real quick here, Neenzy. Yeah. Uh, Mike Myers. Are you, are you, you're an Austin Powers fan, aren't you? Were you? Okay, so... Austin Powers, number one, good movie. Austin Powers, two, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Personally, I could, my favorite. I, I could what? What could you do? I could watch all of them. I love Austin Powers movies. Uh, but something happened to Mike Myers. I don't know what exactly it was. Are you doing the limbo right now? Are you pretending you're doing the elevator thing where you're dipping down in an elevator? Um, so, Mike Myers... Last fall, ABC announced they were bringing back the Gong Show. Not the Bong Show. That's a whole different show altogether. The Gong Show. Uh, and there's talk of Mike Myers hosting the Gong Show. And what? I just, like, I don't know. That's just a rumor. Because that sounds like the worst idea you could possibly think of. I would not want Mike Myers hosting the Gong Show. But what do you mean something happened to him? Like, he used to make... Here's my Gong. He used to be really funny. Come on, that was funny. Here's my gong. Okay. <laughs> gong. Uh, he used to be hilarious, and then he kind of just fell apart and like fell off the face of the earth. Like I loved Mike Wayne's World, one what's of my your, favorite movies of all time. What's your favorite part in uh, Spy Who Shagged Me? Wait, which one? Which one is the first one? Well, the uh, International Man in Mystery. I, <laughs> That's the first one because I've seen them a million times. But Spy Who Shagged Me was basically the Doctor Evil movie, okay, and Doctor Evil just tell you something. If is a, my if, favorite character of all time. If there's a single guy out there, hold on, let me move him. You get a little. She, you have a, Nini has a blanket, and she's maneuvering the blanket right now. Okay, if there's a single guy out there, oh, if there, trying to hook people up. If there's a single guy out there, if there's one thing that a girl is definitely going to be turned off about is if you know number one too many lines from a movie and if you quote movies all the time if you quote movies all the time and if you know like right there you knew that it was called 
the international man whatever. of mystery. Okay, because you've watched it too many times. Like automatically, the girls like, gosh, yeah. you are a loser. But if you're hanging with your bros, they're like, dude, you know Austin Powers. I know, but are bros gonna do anything for you in the long run? Um, bros no. before hoes. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, but man. not that's when you're you not roll. when you're 36. Okay, well that's yeah. That's what well, that's, that's. But you were just impressed. No. I just said you weren't impressed. Not you at were all. you were kind of impressed. Not though. at all. Oh come on, honey. I'm sorry, but I thought in the back of my head, oh my gosh, you were probably such a loser. Why Austin Powers was huge. I think yeah, the, well, the you weren't huge. First Austin Powers that came out, I was probably like eleven. And it was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, we had 11? No, you no, it was 11. like 96 or It was amazing. I don't know. So good. It was so good. Awesome Powers is just, yeah. It but was hosting so good. the Gong Show, like, don't bring Mike, Mike, don't bring back Mike Myers and do something like that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but I wouldn't mind seeing him again. In a funny movie. But speaking of funny movies that are not funny, uh, Adam Sandler, why can't Adam Sandler make a funny movie? But yet I'll watch them. I will watch them. I, we were just talking about this on the podcast a few weeks ago. It's yeah, he releases these Netflix movies, and yeah, every single movie he comes out with, it's we watch. So bad, but I enjoy watching them. But we didn't make it through this one. Sandy Trexler, Sandy Re- Wexler. I don't it, know what the hell. It's so called. bad, so bad. It was not even funny. Actually, I think it could have been funny if he wouldn't have like tried fallen in love with what's her face. You could just see the writing on the wall. For what's going to happen yeah. the whole time. It was just so obvious of what was going to so happen. So it was going to be so stupid and we just shut it off. But I think it could have been funny. <sighs> I think all of his movies could be funny. Well, true, if he because would... Adam Sandler is hysterical. I love him. I love him. I'm just, I'm so confused as to what he's doing. And he and he said in interviews, like, he makes movies, uh, if his kids laugh, he'll make a movie. <laughs> But I don't think his kids were laughing at that movie. I don't know why they would. Unless the, unless that Sandy Wexler is just a thing that he does at the dinner table, which but, is probably what he does. But that character is the character he's yes, been doing for years. Right. It's like you're every right. movie he has, you're right. it's that one character. But I love him so much, man. I love Adam I love Adam Sandler so much. But can you imagine like- I'm never going to be mad at him. Him shooting- yeah, it's it's very true. I always we always go back. You always go back and like ah. I'm watch never it. gonna be like that asshole. I'm yeah, not like he's... what a jerk. He's let me down. I'm gonna be like, I'm always gonna love you. I can't like, imagine filming that movie. <laughs> Everybody knows it sucks, and they it, does anybody go up to Adam like, hey man? Of course they do. Are they like are they like Adam? Like, do you realize this movie like blows? And he's like, yeah, man. And he's like, and he's like I'm getting a pizza. I don't give a shit. He's like. <laughs> And he's literally he's literally in um, boxer shorts and a, in his trailer, and, yeah, and a big T-shirt, yeah, like laying on his couch with his kids watching like TV. He doesn't care. He's awesome. I, I can't wrap my head around it. It's it's very strange. He doesn't to me. care and genuinely doesn't care. And I'm sorry, but reaching a point of not caring, I think, is the ultimate happiness. Not when you're putting people through horrible oh, movies. Come though. on, why can't he has these million? What does he need this money for? Why doesn't it stop making the movies? Just stop. Or make a bunch of Grandma's Boys. You know? Why can't you make those movies? I could watch that this weekend. I said this the other day, the one movie he did make that I did enjoy was, uh, out of his recent 
batch of movies of the past decade yeah. was That's My Boy with Andy Samberg. That was actually a very funny movie. And you probably don't even remember it, do you? I don't remember it. We watched it together. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I don't remember I had, that at all. I didn't expect you to. Um, like, where was I? Uh, beside me on the couch. It was it was funny. Andy Samberg and Adam Sandler. And Adam Sandler's Andy Samberg's dad. It's a good movie. It was pretty funny. I don't remember like See, at all because they're Sandler movies. What's the movie that he has the two kids and they like? It's like candy coming from the sky from rainbows yeah, and pixels. That was cute. Do we, I never saw that. I when saw it in the movie theater. I don't no, know. you didn't. Then it was my ex boyfriend. Honey, that movie came out like two years ago. Well, then I've been cheating on you with my ex-boyfriend. When did you? <laughs> when did you go? You never saw Pixels, Candy. You probably saw a preview. We watched a trailer. For no, it. then it's the mo- no, because the movie that I'm thinking of was like ten years ago. Oh, bedtime stories. Yes. Oh yeah. Did we see that together? I don't know. Oh, we watched it in my dad's basement. Yes. Yes, we did see that together. Wow, how do you remember that? Mind like a steel trap. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Steel trap, baby. Oh my gosh, you're funny. Uh, it turns out that that's a cute movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. I like that. I don't remember basically anything that happened. No, it, I don't I either. It was good. I think we were drunk. I. That's another thing that confuses me with movies. Like, I never want to watch a movie drunk. Because I won't remember anything. No. I have to pee the whole time and mm-hmm. I'll fall asleep. Mm-hmm. It but could I, be the but best I've done it. movie. Oh, yeah. We've all done it. But you go to the movie theaters and they sell alcohol. Like, I don't want to drink and watch a movie. Remember that time whenever you and I went to... What's, we went to a scary movie. What? And I went to the bathroom during the movie and there was this chick in the bathroom. The one girl was throwing up and the other girl was taking like just straight shots out of the liquor bottle. They were hammered. What's the hammered? You just wasted your money. Oh my really, gosh. They were being hysterical. And I was like, I was washing my hands just looking at them. Her eyes were so bloodshot. She could barely, she had like sunset eyes, like half, like, <sighs> and her girlfriend was puking in the bathroom. She's like, come on. It's just like nothing to me. Jillian. Let's go back to the movie Amber. Like, um, but nothing. Okay, so you're drunk, you've got to pee. You might fall asleep. You can't pay attention because you're drunk. And also, you're annoying everybody around you. Yeah. Well, so like, but you're not caring. But I, what I'm saying is, like, it just it seems like the ultimate waste of a movie experience by being drunk. Well, I don't understand why a guy ever takes a girl to the movies as a first date. Mm-hmm. I can tell you why. <laughs> Back row. But honestly, I really don't because you don't. I'm talking like when you're like 25. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you a story? I've never, I already know. No, you don't. It's not the anaconda story. Oh, jeez. No. <laughs> so, yeah, when I was eighth grade, I took a girl uh, named Whitney to see Okay, anaconda. you didn't take her. They, Your parents dropped you off. <laughs> well, she was with... We walked into the theater together. Okay. Uh, we went back row, anaconda. Oh, wait a minute. We, you just said it's not the anaconda story. It's not. I'm just... I'm brushing over that story to get to the story you've never heard. Well, she brushed over your anaconda. She brushed over <laughs> yellow. Um, no, we, we necked the whole time in the back of the anaconda film. Okay, what, what is necking? It's just making out, I think. I, was, I always thought it was just you rub your necks together. <laughs> 
You rubberneck. It's like Twizzlers, but how they're all I, wrapped I up, like, twisted. I thought that necking was, like, it actually was, like, kissing, like, soft kissing of your neck and, like, a, a hickey, is it? I don't know. Yeah, I've always heard it's like you just rub butter on each other's necks <laughs> and you slap them together. Put, like, broccoli on it and put the salt and pepper yeah. and you eat it. You lick each other's necks. Yeah, that's pretty much all it is. Anyway, so you're... you're... So this other girl. This other girl, oh, I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I, I don't even really remember her name. Um, Ouch. But she was... You're at how old? Uh, I'm going to say like ninth or 10th grade. Oh, damn. So you're a lot hotter she, at this point. And she was not <laughs> cute. I'm sorry. If anybody knows who I'm talking about listening to this, I apologize. Oh, you don't even know her name, so it's okay. <sighs> I do know her name. I'm not going to say it because I would I'd feel terrible. If, uh, her name is Thandy. Yeah, her name's Thelma. <laughs> Um, so we're, I, we go to the mall first of all, cause my friend was hooking me up. Like it was a blind date kind of oh, thing. Like, Hey, my oh. friend has, I have a blind date story, but keep going. So we go there and we meet at some pizza joint or something. And I'm like, Oh, wasn't it brothers at that point? No, this is upstairs at the Logan Valley mall. It really, it's odd. I remember this place, but I have no idea what it was called or like, I don't even remember ever being there again in my life. But anyways, um, maybe it was it, a dream. No, it was oh, it was real, baby. Um, and we meet, and I'm like, ugh, Ooh. like I'm not, I don't want to do this now. Um, and you know, I'm not, I wasn't exactly Prince Charming or anything, but no, just, I've uh, seen pictures. He I'm just wasn't. saying from my perspective, I looked like a wet dog. For maybe most she of my wasn't very life. happy. You had weird sideburns. Not. You had weird acne on the side of your. I face. I just remember her wearing like a knitted sweater. <laughs> That's what I wear now. And also having Doc Martin boots on. Yeah, but that was like so, hot. I hate Doc Martin boots. I always hated them. Yeah, but for the time, that was hot. But even at the time, I hated them. Um, because I've always been ahead of the fashion. You know? <laughs> I've always been like ahead of the game. All you wear is gray. Silk boxer shorts and... Uh, oversized, and oversized hoodie. Extra large t-shirts. Uh, so we go to see... Um, it was one of the Star Wars films, like when they had first. I think it was the first one from the revival, like the the new Star Wars, whatever the hell it was, and packed theater. Like we go into the theater and there's two seats left. So I'm like, I'm not gonna get anywhere here. Oh man! Like I'm not even gonna get the second base. Oh man! I'm not gonna get the third you base. You have three condoms in your wallet. <laughs> I have three. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, those were uh, those were bottle caps. You already have the whole cut out in the popcorn. The whole <laughs> it was in the soda. It just poured all. It just poured out everywhere. It was a bad it's idea. Not everywhere. Like wrong, wrong, uh, wrong beverage. Thing. Wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Wrong prop. Yeah, wrong prop. So we're watching the movie, and I remember like thinking maybe I can like just at least get some sort of action. Like, oh my gosh. Something, oh my something. So I'm like nuzzling my shoulder up against because she's she has her. I'm a gentleman. So she has her no, arm. No, you're an idiot. Listen to me. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. So she has her arm on the armrest. I let her have the Tor- armrest towards you. Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know about the other side. I care less. Okay. So I'm nuzzling my shoulder against her arm, okay. right? Against her knitted sweater. Okay. And um, I thought maybe I'll try like a little footsie action. Maybe we'll get something going oh, on. Oh God! With so your I, big, huge Frankenstein feet. Yeah. Well, I go over to footsie, and I, I think I had airwalks on, probably. Brown airwalks. I was a poser. No, I had purple airwalks. Oh yeah. my gosh! Okay, you, you made, never told me that. You just made a face like somebody pooped in front <laughs> of you or something. Um. Purple? So. I start rubbing my foot against hers, and I'm like, this is awfully like hard, and her foot's not moving. And I'm like, oh, she's wearing Doc Martens. 
She can't. They're steel toes. She can't feel anything. <laughs> she can't. Feel yeah, they're steel toes. Like she. Why even bother? So you bash her foot real hard. <laughs> yep, and that's pretty much the end of the story. I don't think we ever talked about that. Nothing. Also, I dated another girl, and then completely quit talking to her. And um. Okay. What? Uh, I, we dated for a little while. Okay. A few months, and I just quit calling her, and she quit calling me. And we never said anything to each other ever again. <laughs> and it just ended. That it happened to like, me too in seventh grade. It was. This is like. Yeah. This is like ninth grade. We changed grade. Our, our our marital status on AOL and oh. our profile. Okay. What's your story? Because that girl. That's the end of the story. I really. I guess looking back on that story, there wasn't a whole lot to tell. No, but I like the Doc Martin part. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, no, there's not a whole lot to my story. But I only went on one blind date. But I didn't actually go on it. Because when I showed up to the blind date, I don't remember who I was with. I don't remember who it was with. It was a friend of mine that set this up or whatever. So we show up to the food court at the Logan Valley Mall. And when I walked in, the guy that I was supposed to go on this blind date with stood up and said, nope, not going with her. Wow. And I was like, what? And he was not attractive at all. And he was blind. (laughs) He was not attractive at all. Like, I was like, I wanted to be, like, really buddy. Like, I am definitely more attractive than you. I think I was in ninth, eighth or ninth, way cuter than him. If we would have to compare, like, was I the hottest girl? No. But was I definitely hotter than him? Yes. You know, it's very rude of him. Oh, yeah. He was from Altoona and thought that he was cool. But I wish that I would have had the balls I will actually. Um, I'm a nice guy. Yeah, that's mean. But I wish I were. You know, I, I respect his balls. No, I don't. I, it's a ballsy move to say that. I'm not saying that he did the right thing. I'm not saying he's a nice person. He's probably a complete I know, jerk. And really, but I respect how much of a jerk he was to be able to say <laughs> to your face, "Nope." And do we really want to just go on the date and then really when he has no interest and I have no interest because I had no interest as soon as I saw him. Yeah. So we, do we really want to waste the night? Yeah. No. And you still, and you didn't go. No. See, I thought in during the movie, I did think at one point, can I just go to the bathroom and leave? <laughs> and like, just never come back and then yeah. just tell her that I died. Yeah. Like, what re- happened to you? I do you died. remember whenever we, whenever you were a kid, you used to sit on the phone with your girlfriend or boyfriend? Till like eight for, in the morning. But listen, for hours and hours and hours. And, and not he, talk. And not talk. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. And then like my dad would come downstairs and like. Why did we do it? Oh like, my gosh, I don't know. And every kid did it. And my dad would like come downstairs to like, let's say like get the newspaper and my dad would be like, hey, Nini, uh, we're having, you know, stuffed shells for dinner. And I'd be like, yeah, okay, dad. Yeah, whatever. And then my boyfriend would be like, who's that? And I was like, my dad. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's going upstairs. Yeah, he just got the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I wonder if kids... And then that would be it for another you... 20 minutes. Yeah. I wonder if kids now FaceTime and don't say anything. I, I guarantee it. And then, and then I would hear a little bit of background noise. And then I'd be like, what was that? And he'd be like, the TV. I farted. He, oh God, no! That would never come up. Yeah, and then he would let a SBD out. Yeah, let, right. Let one squeak before you let a and big yet, blowout happen. It would be like we would not talk, not talk, not talk. And then on his marital status on AOL, it said, "I have the hottest, sexiest, most beautiful girlfriend Man. in all of seventh grade, Nini Zerby." And I was like, "Then why doesn't he act like he likes me?" And then. 
He was he had Mr. Parrish for homeroom in seventh grade, and if you um because we had these writing assignments every single week that we had to um like check out these books they were like twenty page uh, books, and every single week we had to read these really short books, write your name in the in the like checkout thing, and you had to um like write a paragraph about them, and every week we had to do this. It was for English class. And then you had to return the book before homeroom was, before first period, bell rang. So I had homeroom upstairs, and my boyfriend in seventh grade had homeroom in Mr. Parrish's, in Mr. Parrish's class. So I could see him every single day before homeroom or during homeroom. So I'd go downstairs, and I'd purposely blatantly ignore him because that was cool to do. Yeah. Because it was your boyfriend, but you just wanted him to see you and wanted to see you, like, in the morning and what clothes you wore and, like, that you looked... Oh, see, that wasn't me. I was just weird. I would just ignore somebody because I was weird. (laughs) But he would, like... We would, like, pass each other and, like, we would look at each other and it would just be, like... Like, I would kind of say hi... I would kind of say hi just with my eyes. Like, it would be, like... But, like, he would go to talk to me and I'd be, like, sorry, like, too busy. Yeah, well, I'd talk like, to what? a girl on the phone for like four hours, and then the next day at school, act like I never knew her, and she would, well, she and like she wasn't even there, like she was a ghost, such an idiot. Why does that happen? I don't know. Kids are weird. School's weird. And then I remember I uh, there was this really really cute kid, and I was trying to open up my locker, and we were both staring at each other, and because my locker, the top part of my locker, got stuck every single day. And so you had to, like, kind of like Max's door. So you had to push it up and out as you, like, pulled the top part of it all at the same time. Mm. So he was staring at me. And we had, like, written a couple notes to each other from across our last um, ninth grade – or, sorry, ninth period class. He would, like, throw a note to me or whatever and, like, said that he was, that I was cute or whatever. So we would, like – we were kind of interested in each other. So I'm trying to open up my locker as, like, we're staring at each other after ninth period. And – He's, like, winking at me, and I'm like, oh, my God. So I keep trying to get my locker open, and I finally get it open, and it bashes me in the face so hard. Like, imagine opening your locker as hard as you can, but the top part of it is stuck. So when it finally opens, it hit me so hard that I fell to the ground, and the bell had already rung, so everybody comes out of their classrooms. And when I stood back up, he no longer was at his locker. (laughs) We never spoke again, and I never even made eye contact with that kid. Well, one of your favorite stories of my failures at of adolescence, uh, there was a girl that I really didn't even know, never really talked to, Teresa Weibel. I'll call her out in the podcast. Oh wait, hot chick with the at the pool party? No, 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 no pool uh, party. No, this is like oh, this I'm, was ninth I'm, I was grade. Of- this is ninth grade social oh, coming up. It was coming up. And we're in, I believe it was civics class, and my buddy Dave sat right behind oh, me. Oh, that's right. This is My sad. buddy Aiden sat across from me, and <sighs> she sat like two seats behind me. And I was like, man, I don't have a date for the social. Like, who's going to go with me? And I remember <laughs> thinking, hey, I don't think Teresa has a date for the social either. So I turn around in the Aww. middle of class. But this is my fault. I'm a moron. Yeah. I mean, you can't, oh, because I'm just an idiot. I, tur- I know, I, I know. turned around, and I said, hey, Teresa. Do you want to go to the social with me? And she deadpan, <laughs> straight faced, without even missing a beat, goes, "Nope." Oh. And that was it. And Dave and Aiden just ripped. They just started cracking up, and I was like, "That oh. was the dumbest thing I could have possibly right done." Right in front of everybody. But it's my. It was tough, like one hundred percent my fault. Like I, I never approached her. 
I never spoke to her. You guys didn't even know each we other. We didn't even know each other, and I just asked her in the middle of class out of the blue. And she might have thought you were even kidding. And I can remember like building this up in my head, like, yeah, you're going to do it, Rob. You're going to do this. She's going to say she's yes. She's going to say yes, and this is your big shot. And she said, nope. So, and you deserved it in a sense. like. Yeah, well, she, yeah. she deserved it, and she didn't get it, though. Jeez. Sorry. <laughs> wait a minute. Sorry, sweetheart. But wait, wasn't that the hot chick that used to come into the film center? No, that was a different chick. There's been, I mean, I there's been a lot of chicks, you know. I know, Robzy's just. I can't. I can't. Robzy's just had so many chicks. If you look at pictures of me and my Jenko jeans and rollerblades <laughs> in eighth grade, you'd understand my button-up shirt. You were so hot, Robzy. I was the biggest poser in the entire world. We were both equally just Turds. stupid. Yeah. I was more stupid than you were. Oh, though. yeah, you were. I, I was pretty popular, but I didn't look it. I just, <laughs> I looked like a, I looked like a old, rumpled-up piece of uh, You were always... Silly putty. Always right out of the shower, even though you weren't. Yeah. My hair was always flat, like a dog that came in out of the rainstorm. Yeah, I would definitely say you looked like a dog, for sure. All right, well, uh, let's wrap this up, dog. Yeah. If people want to find what you, what time is it? It's uh, midnight. It's noon. I don't know. It's it's ten forty seven. Um, to timestamp the podcast. Is there anything uh, that you want to throw in? How can people get a hold of you? By the way, it's gonna be May. It is May today. It is May first, twenty seventeen. It's my so. birthday. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> my mom's birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday. Um, uh, no, it, it really is my birthday. I am 42 off. years old. Mm-hmm. If people want to find you, how do they find you? Oh, what do you want me to get my Insta? And my I don't know. If they, like, if they want to see like who Nini, is this Nini Zerby Wentz is my uh Oh, you're Facebook. dropping actual Facebook account. Ouch. I meant like Insta or something. I think Nini Wentz is my Insta. Nini Wentz to the bathroom. <laughs> and my Snappy Chat is Neeners918. What about your AOL screen name? That was Twirl5200. Better than Boberto316. Yeah, but I was I was such a bad major at that they made me wear a helmet. <laughs> but that didn't stop me from making an AOL screen name. But it came in handy for roller derby. That's not true, Rob. I never got accepted. All right. Love you, hon. Love you, hon. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. I'm coming to stay over at my parents' house tonight. All right, bye. Bye. That's brutal.